This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. I am Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm a little shaken up. Uh, how so? I'm shaken up what like a, a can of... Paint. Uh, no, well, yeah, paint can You shake up cans of a lot of things, huh? Well, if you're a stinker, you're shaking up <laughs> uh, soda cans, right? And Tim, if there's one thing you know, I am a stinker. Yeah. I'm always shaking up soda cans at the supermarket till they kick me out. This isn't what I was about to talk about, but um, uh, if you'll allow me one digression this episode. I'll indulge you. Uh, and I then saw, right back on topic. I saw a little stinker on the on the subway today. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and it was like a, like a 12 or 13-year-old stinker. Yeah. It was just this boy in prime, like... Prime stinker age. Yeah. It wasn't a tank top. It was a t-shirt with cut-off uh, sleeves. sleeves. Mm-hmm. And like he had a crew cut, and he walks on the train. Sounds like a stinker. And I was like, "What a little stinker!" And uh-huh. he pulls out of his back pocket a gun. <laughs> <laughs> no, he pulled out a joke book. <laughs> and I was oh. like, hey, "This little stinker's all right." Yeah, it was like a hundred and one great jokes, and he just sat down. Like it was a little crowded, and he like squeezed in to sit down because when you're a little stinker, you can do that. And like not feel stink, little stinkers feel no shame, you know this, Tom? <laughs> yeah, of course. That's what make, that's part of what makes them a stinker. Yeah, uh, like did uh, you leave the subway later and go? Where's my wallet? <laughs> that uh, little stinker took my wallet. <laughs> no, no, he was laughing. He was reading. And in place a, of your wallet, there was a joke book, and you were fine with it. Now that joke book. Well, here, here's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I had a million joke books when I was a kid. Yeah, right. That's how you became so funny. I don't know one joke. Could you tell me a joke? I don't know any jokes. No, and I've been in situations where because of this this thing we do, people are like, ah, tell me a joke. Tell me a joke. And like usually I'm like, ah, it's not really, you know, it's not like a joke-telling podcast, although that would be amazing. It's a truth-telling <laughs> Oh, man. We should just come armed with jokes next week. <laughs> but uh, but then, like, every once in a while, I'm like, oh, you know what? Like, usually, like, 10 minutes later, I'm like, you know what? I do have a good one for you. And then I'll tell the joke, and they're like, it's not a very good joke. Yeah. Yeah, no, don't never tell anybody a joke on no. request. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, uh, you could, uh, but you know what I have to get better at and uh, more fluid with is that if somebody says, uh, tell me a joke, I'd be like, I can't tell you a joke, but I can do. Some sleight of hand magic for you. I wish I knew sleight of hand <laughs> magic. I know the mechanics of a lot of manic- magic right. tricks. Oh, but it's all just practice, man. Yeah, and I don't have that kind of time. We should sequester ourselves in like a motel room. Like when people are like, yeah, we we locked ourselves away to finish this script. We should do that, but just with card tricks. Yeah, and we'd each learn like three <laughs> card tricks. Yeah, but we'd be real good at them. Yeah. How long do you think you'd have to be sequestered in a hotel to have... Three David Blaine level card tricks, and not, none of like the the fancy stuff. I don't have where, to like, come up with them. They're, you don't have to come up with them, uh, and it doesn't have to be like oh, and then like the punchline is like a cab is driving by, and you pull out the cab driver <laughs> and lift up his shirt, and the three of clubs is painted on his chest. Well, why not? That sounds like an amazing trick. <laughs> yeah, but that's not something you can perfect in a in a hotel room. <laughs> Um, will somebody show me how to do the tricks or I have to like learn them out of a book? Well, I, you, know, you could learn them from well, videos. Well, I have a coach. I bought a couple uh, videos of how to do magic tricks. I'm laughing, but I've done the same. Not recently, but... I did this about six months ago. And they're easy tricks to perfect. Why are you buying them six months ago? I'm talking about when I was like 13 I did this. Yeah, no, I bought them six months ago. Go on YouTube. No, these were these were high quality <laughs> no, tricks. These, these are VHS exclusives. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I bought like the way that online magic shops work now, Tom. Don't don't lecture me about how online magic shops. Well, work, you Tim. said you haven't I bought know, anything since you were thirteen. That was forty five years ago. But I've shopped around. All right. Well, so like you've been there, you know how alluring yeah. that can be, and they were having a sale. <laughs> that you said they were they sold five. Magic tricks that you didn't need any special props for, like you know, mm. just normal household right, right. items, baking and, soda or whatever. Yeah, one was you can make a pretty realistic looking volcano. Tom. <laughs> Is this your volcano? Um, and uh, and so I watched the videos one time. You know what? I take it back. If you 
poured water into a volcano and somebody's card came out, that would be a pretty good trick. Yeah. <clears throat> it probably anyway. wouldn't be that hard. No. Mark that down for the hotel <laughs> sessions. The All motel right. sessions. Yeah. We don't have Come the on. money for a hotel <laughs> yeah. room. Cripes. Uh, mark, mark that down for the halfway house sessions. <laughs> yeah, so I would probably use those... Uh, those tricks that i've so you can like get a video that like uh-huh. it's a 10 minute explanation where it shows you everything and like shows you every angle of what your hand should be doing at any point nice yeah you're telling me that if i like i bought those five tricks uh-huh. on sale for like 9.99 uh-huh 999 dollars 999 thousand dollars <laughs> okay but you're telling me that if i was like 10 dollars tom uh-huh. I'll send you these. You wouldn't be a little bit curious. I'm not going to pay ten. I'm not going to pay one penny more than you paid. I'm what not... if? Hold on. What if you paid me five dollars? Yeah, sure. Then... then I'm in. Okay. So stop mocking me for for buying these tricks. I knew I'd flip half of them to you. <laughs> oh, I only get half the tricks. Well, so no, wait, no, half the. Well, oh. uh, you know, you you get two and a half tricks. So you have see you the learned setup of one? Have of you learned any of these tricks? I've seen them. I know how they work. And I know how everything works. I, I watch a David Blaine special, and I'm like, I know exactly how he did that. Right. And, I they, could and do it that. makes it no less impressive. Well, a kid could do that. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, he's a maniac yeah. that just like, well, it, locks because it's in not, room. oh, I could do that. You're like, oh, no, I can't do that. That I requires. I think I could do that. If I took a year off mm-hmm. and just like worked out a David Blaine special, I think I could do it. Wait. If I had to, and like they had like my family at gunpoint, uh-huh. and they were like, "You have to do a David Blaine level magic show in a year," uh-huh. I'd like, I'd take the year off, I'd sequester myself, and I'd be like, "Well, I don't want my family to get." You wouldn't call the police? No. What's the fun in that? <laughs> That's true. That's not fun for you, your family, the uh, captors. Yeah, exactly. And I want to in clean this hypothetical break. situation. Who are these captors? Who are the captors? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, probably Gary and Sinise. And they've taken your whole family, like your extended family. Yeah, like 45 people. <laughs> okay. They've, they, Cousins, they, people that are like, I don't even really know Tim that well. I haven't seen him in a few years. Yeah. I don't know. Or, okay, well, maybe <laughs> it's uh, ISIS. <laughs> right. Right? Uh-huh. And they've taken uh, my family, and they're like, oh, no. They're like, but... The the bummer is, I'd be like, I need to learn these tricks even quicker because mm-hmm. I got my whole family like just sequestered, right? Well, what you need is them to be like, just relax. You have a year, right? <laughs> you can do the tricks tomorrow, but we're still not going to release them for a year, uh, so you might as okay. well take the whole year. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I would do that, and I think <laughs> I like, think I'd. We're tough but fair. Hey, if I signed a contract, <laughs> I have to. Well. I... Why did you sign a contract with ISIS in the first place? Well, it was uh, it seemed like a good deal at the time. Right, you learned some. You, you just I've, read the first page, like oh, I get to learn some magic tricks. Yeah, right. I've only, I'm always trying to better myself. Was this what you meant to talk about when you started? No, I saw somebody get hit by a bike before. Oh, and it was uh, it was bonkers. It wasn't the stinker. No, it was a lady who okay. was decidedly not a stinker. Right, and it was a uh, it was a uh, bonkers. Bike Bonanza on Bedford Avenue, Tom. <laughs> um, so you know uh, the Hip Street in uh, Williamsburg, uh, yeah, Bedford Brooklyn, Avenue, not Virginia. Yeah, because that's Bush Gardens. That's the Hip Street in Williamsburg, <laughs> Virginia. Right. Well, it's Colonial Williamsburg. What? Colon- well, that's no. Where- there's there's Will- Colonial Williamsburg. It's like the boring part. That <sighs> yeah, like- but like Williamsburg's Colonial Williamsburg. The what? other Williamsburg. Virginian Williamsburg is Colonial Williamsburg. What were you saying? No, no, but here's how it works. There's uh-huh. there's Williamsburg, Virginia, right. right? And they have Colonial Williamsburg right. there. Yeah. But also in Williamsburg, it, it, Williamsburg is big enough that it doesn't just encompass... I know, but it's still... Colonial. That's like... And those stinkers, those big <laughs> stinkers, uh, the beer men from uh, Bush... Anheuser-Busch, yeah. Yeah, they were like, you know what we'll do? We'll build these huge roller coasters. Yeah. So when kids uh, are, are... When they're like uh, dads who watched uh, Ken Burns' Civil War <laughs> documentary, they're like, I know what the family vacation's going to be. Colonial Williamsburg. Yeah. And then like... 
they can trick their kids into being like, okay, uh, well, we have to go. Like, you know, these well, people feed us and kids, clothe us. But, the, but then the kids are in the shadow of these big roller coasters. Yeah. And then uh, Spuds McKenzie and the rest of the Anheuser-Busch crew are sitting there like, just wait. These kids will break their, their, their so, pops down. So who have you got? You've got the, uh, the Budweiser Frogs. You've got the What's Up guys. They're yeah. all in cahoots there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the other thing is that they also have beer there, another thing that dads love. Yeah. And Spuds McKenzie's girlfriends are there who are real life Who are women. Human yeah. women. Human yeah. women. Yeah. Yeah. They're all, they're all, they all got together and they're like, yeah, we'll build these big roller coasters. So anyway. This woman gets hit by a bike while she's crossing the street. Uh-huh. We're all crossing the street together. Tom. Okay. As anyone is supposed to do mm-hmm. when they see something bad happen. Run away. No. You think, that could have been me. Right. Not, I hope that person is okay. <laughs> you think, dear God. Oh, thank God that wasn't that me. That could have been me. Yeah. Now this is about me. But it wasn't about me, Tom. I think that's what everybody thought. This woman got smacked by a bike, and the guy came flying off the bike, and she fell down, and it was like, holy shit. Yeah, I've, and we I've, all went. I've, I've been in situations like that on a street corner where, like, it happened so fast. You're just like, what just happened? Yeah. Like, it seems like a bike fell out of the sky with a person on it. Yeah. So they both fall down, and everybody's helping the woman up, and a couple scoundrels and, and are helping kick, this. And this... kicking the biker. No. Here's uh. the thing. This guy was blatantly running a red light. In, like, a very crowded... And, look, Bedford Avenue sucks. Like, people are always crossing against the light. Like, pedestrians, like... But this was was not ambiguous at all. Anyone traveling on a bike or a car down Bedford Avenue also should be... Should know, like... You know what? I got to take it real slow here because everybody's a jerk and it's, people are just jumping in front of your car. All so this woman's all shaken up and she like... Uh, all she, shook up. Yeah. The, the, the Was it Elvis that hit her? Heroin in the Elvis song. Well, let me ask you. When they were helping the biker up, was he like, oh, I'm fine. And, you know, it was, it was Elvis. No, he was like a scoundrel. He was like a grown-up stinker. Well... He had a joke, a joke, joke books, <laughs> pages from this joke book went flying everywhere, well, raining down. You know, like leaves there are the a fall. lot of rumors that uh, Elvis is still alive today and a stinker. Yeah, no, Elvis would be too old to be, because this guy was like a youngish shithead guy, right? Okay. And uh, in, in Williamsburg? Yeah, it's weird, right? Huh. Um, so, so the woman's just like, yeah, thank you, everybody, but like, I'm going to get out of my way, because she, like, I think she just was like embarrassed and like... All shook up. up. All shook up. Uh-huh. Uh, she was listening to Elvis in her iPod uh, earbuds. Uh-huh. She's like, I just want to hear the rest of this song <laughs> that describes exactly how I'm feeling. But then this guy, like people like put him back up on his bike and we're like, you go. I was like. <laughs> Pushed him off on his <laughs> Yeah, they're like, oh, congratulations. <laughs> like gave him a standing. But like I was thinking like, why don't I start a thing like, hey. Fuck that guy, right? Yeah. Let's get him. Like, let's all start at least yelling at this guy and, and telling him what he did was wrong. This guy didn't learn a lesson. So you walk around the streets thinking, hey, maybe I'll why incite don't I start by- a mob. Yeah. Why, why didn't we start a riot? Look, if 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 you know if the proper authorities aren't going to come in yeah. and stop this kind of stuff from happening. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we have mob rule? Well, yeah, it's, it's what people I always often say. say mob justice is the best kind. Yeah, it's, it's the most honest. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't. And my question to you mm-hmm. is: Was I a coward for just being like, "Look, this whole situation seems to be over. I don't need to like." Well, I mean, as a general rule, if you're if you're, I wasn't involved in any. Yeah, way. If you're not involved, I didn't even stay help out the it. woman out. To be to be clear. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> like if you really cared, yeah, I saw her get hit. I was like, ah, she's fine. She's faking. But it. let's get him. Yeah, yeah. But like you but know, this might it's be always... my in to incite a mob. When will I ever have the chance to incite a riot, Tom? Uh, pro- I mean, probably often. If if this was just uh, somebody getting hit in an accident that you weren't even involved in, like you'll witness that again. I hope not, Tom. How often do you witness things like that? I've seen things like that uh, all the time. Not all the time. Not enough that you should be suspicious, but uh, enough. You'll Hmm. see somebody get hit by a bike again. Yeah. Mark my words. 
This week's episode is sponsored by Blue Apron. Tom, you know about Blue Apron, right? Not only do I know about them, Tim, I've eaten them. I've eaten the things they've said. You've eaten their wares. I've made the things, and then I've eaten them. Well, Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Yeah, Tim, you think I would go with number two? Well, poop. No. (laughs) Uh, Blue Apron has established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers across the United States, and as a result, Tom... Their seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium and Seafood Watch. That's your favorite uh, seafood watch, right? Hey, hey, Monterey. Yeah. Uh, Their beef, chicken, and pork come from responsibly raised animals. And produce is sourced from farms that practice regenerative farming. Sounds crazy. Yeah, and because uh, Blue Apron ships the exact amount of each ingredient required for a recipe, they are reducing food waste. Yeah, you're not throwing you're not throwing out uh, 10 eggs when you're done. Yeah, exactly. Like I always do when, I, when I'm, I'm <laughs> when like, a recipe oh. calls for two, you throw the other 10 out. Yeah, right? No what more. What else are you supposed to do? Um, they send you a bunch of ingredients in a box. You make it. Um, and it's it's fun. You make yeah, food. it is. It's And it's always very good. Here are some upcoming meals, Tom. Seared chicken and creamy pasta salad with summer squash and sweet peppers. Perfect for the summer, Tom. Summer squash. Yeah, I know. Creamy shrimp rolls with quick pickles and sweet potato wedges. Fresh basil fettuccine pasta. Did I say fettuccine pasta? <laughs> I don't know. You're the Italian. You tell me. No, they I mean, I guess David Brooks brought his friend to a <laughs> sandwich shop. And yeah. they're like, what's capital? Exactly. Uh, fresh basil fettuccine pasta with sweet corn and cubanelle pepper and chili chile butter steaks with parmes- parmesan potatoes and spinach. <laughs> Tim, every week you make a point of talking about parmesan and parmesan. Parmesan. Uh. Yeah, I don't like when people say it that way. Anyway, Tim, how can people get uh, this for free? You can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash guide. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash guide. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. They'll send you free food. Do it. All right, Tim. This week we're talking about how to disappear. Oh, more magic. No, not not in a magical we'll way. We'll figure this out in the motel room while they have our families. <laughs> Wait a minute. What do you know? How come I'm involved now? I started a thing with a biker. Turns out he was affiliated with ISIS, and things just went south from there. Things just, they pushed a contract in front of me. The I good didn't news really is read they're it over. big magic fans. <laughs> we, we have an out. Um, no, we're talking about how to disappear, like, like, uh, from society, man. Completely, man. From the grid, man. Like, how? this is more than just going off the grid. This it's is. Like, I yeah. don't want to pay my utility bills. Pay your utility bills, you dang millennials. <laughs> millennials are <laughs> killing a, utilities. Is that a new yeah, fad? yeah, that's a thing. Millennials refuse to pay their gas bill. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. When that we, is when true. we were in our twenties and we were roommates. Do you think we ever paid our gas bill? No. And actually, like, when I moved into the apartment I'm in now, which I've been in for years, uh, like, when I went to get the gas turned on, they were like, uh, we actually have to send somebody there because that apartment hasn't had cooking gas for years. Like, Apartment hasn't had cooking gas in <laughs> 35 years. I'm like, but there was a roast turkey waiting for me when I walked in. Um, when I moved into my current apartment, Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't need to set up this gas account. The gas works. Um, <laughs> and then, like after, like one month of the day after I moved in, I was like, I'm gonna fry me up some chicken cutlets. Mm-hmm. And then, like I was like, eh, something's wrong with the stove. <laughs> they turned off my gas. Yeah, you weren't paying it for six weeks. Yeah, but I, I like since when has the gas company ever been up on anything that they were like, well, it's been exactly a month. We're going to turn it off. And then I, I talked to the guy on the phone up on like if you don't pay them, they don't give you any more gas. I think they're legally like not allowed to turn it off for a certain like it's like if people can't right. pay right away, like or if there's a not mistake, gonna... then so I call up the gas company. Do you have gas for like your heating and everything, too? Or yeah. Oh, okay. But here's the thing. Yeah, I call up the gas company. It's like June 5th. And they're like, okay, we can come July 22nd to turn it back on. I thought you were going to say, I called up the gas company and they said. That was supposed to be a fart noise. God, yeah, it's not very good. Yeah. 
We'll edit in a better yeah, one. Yeah, we'll get a little Oh, I edit this week. I'll put... Oh, you just heard an amazing fart noise. <laughs> wow, Tom. What a great fart noise you did. You Thank just you. did that right here with your mouth? Yeah. Motor mouth Jones style? Mm-hmm. I mean, the fart, a fart noise is the one thing that everybody can motor mouth I know, Jones but themselves. like, I gotta be close to the mic, and I've got like some facial hair right now, yeah. so that... You know, and I was trying to go big. Yeah. Look, I... Look. <laughs> I could do yeah. that, but you know that sounds like a mouth fart noise. I was trying to make a real one. <sighs> well, uh, so I called up the gas company, and mm. they were like, "We can come in like six weeks." And I was like, "Well, I gotta use." And they were like, "Well, you didn't set up your account or pay your bill. Like, we wouldn't have had to turn it off mm. if you responded to the letters that we sent you to set up your account." And I was like, "Okay, but like six weeks is ridiculous. What if like it was the winter?" And, like, yeah, I needed not. this for heat. And the guy on the other uh, end of the phone just went, well, it's not the winter. Yeah. And I just went, like, touche. I'll see you the 22nd. Yeah, he could have been he like, was a reasonable guy, and I couldn't, I couldn't fault him for he that. He could have been like, well, what if you were like, uh, oh, I'm not, I don't want gas. And you just kept the gas up all the way, and you blew up the whole building. Yeah. Why were we talking about your gas bill? I don't know. You started it, I think. Anyway, I think we're you ta- asked me about that time that I didn't pay my gas bill. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about how to disappear. Yeah. Uh, how to, like, if you're uh, in trouble with Johnny Law. Or. Or. If you're just uh, sick of it. Sick of it. Or if you're in trouble with Johnny Law or just sick of it all. Yeah. That doesn't rhyme. <laughs> no, I don't know why you. <laughs> you, you literally, like, put your hands up to be like, Tim, stop talking. Tim, I I've got, got, I got, I a, got a big one. one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is going to be bigger than the fart noise I made earlier. Or you're just sick of it all, all. But Maybe like you should. Uh, yeah, you're uh, you're editing this week. Maybe yeah. you could edit in a funny <laughs> joke there. I'll put in. I'll put in a <laughs> W sound. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, if you're just uh, or like maybe uh, the mobs after you. Yeah, I mean, if the mobs after you, it's probably because you've turned on the mob, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it's because you're married to the mob. Well, don't get married to the mob. This is Maybe what I'm like. I don't want to blame the victim here, but like, stop getting married to the mob. Yeah. If hey, if you're walking down the aisle and there's 20 guys waiting uh, at the altar, going, "Hey, oh, hey." Yeah, and if you're climbing up a ladder <laughs> and you you feel something splatter. <laughs> so uh, this, this is all about how to do that. Tim, have you ever thought about uh, leaving it all behind, running away forever? No, but like, I think this appeals more to people with. Uh, like uh, a spouse and children, where it's like, uh, oh yeah, I'm just sick. I of... shouldn't. I shouldn't have made all these decisions. Well, and not to be confused with uh, people who have uh, secret families. Oh yeah, that's a different thing altogether. And seems... a, another future episode, probably. That seems so freak. Why? Because I'm getting married, and you're gonna assume that I'm gonna have a secret <laughs> family and be able to speak from experience. Hey, your Is word's not mine. Um. Yeah, that seems having two families is a real sicko thing to do, huh? Yeah, who wants that? One family is more than enough. And you have to be pulling a Mrs. Doubtfire your entire the whole rest of your life. Well, you wouldn't bring both people to your favorite restaurant, Bridges. Is that what it was? That was the restaurant. Wow, Tom, was good Sa- Sally Field's favorite restaurant. Mm. Anyway, Tim. I, well, I've been reading this book <clears throat> more. Accurately listening to a book, a book on tape about. Uh, I only listen to podcasts. More specifically, I only listen to this podcast. Good. So you've been listening to this book. I've been listening to this book, and it's all about. Uh, it's written by a former CIA agent. What's I, his name? Boy, wouldn't you like to know? Wouldn't you and Vladimir Putin like to know, Tim? Mm. Uh, no, and actually, this, Vlad. Bu- this book is, uh, that's what Obama called him, apparently. Really? Yeah, like, he would call him face? Vlad, like, on the phone. He'd be like, Vlad. He's a charming guy. Yeah. Listen, Vlad. Well, and also, you're not going to call somebody a three-syllable name. When Vladimir. Yeah, when there's a short version. Yeah. I don't like people who are like, uh, like, if I, like, you know those guys. Like, there are guys that are like, my name is Timothy. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, Tim, nice to meet you. It's like, no, 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 no. No, it's Timothy. I mean, I've never. I've, Timothy's honestly, a rare one, actually, yeah. Yeah. Like, I've met Thomases. Yeah, but that's two syllables. 
Yeah, time. Well, not when it's multiple. Not when it's plural. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this is me and my other friend named Thomas. Please call us Thomases. Yeah, uh, doubting Thomases, mm. peeping Thomases. Anyway, man, are there any like peeping, peeping duos? <laughs> peeping duo, you know, right? Like that's a that's a that's a thing that you don't want to get involved with. <laughs> that seems like a solitary a, crime. Yeah, how would a peeping duo work? Oh, you both climb. You help each other climb the tree. One of them boosts the other guy into the tree. And the other guy pulls the second guy up. Oh. It's actually it it makes the whole peeping process. Easier, but a little more awkward. <laughs> when I think peeping duo, I'm thinking more like you know, like a a lady's uh, uh, drying her back with a towel, and one guy's like, "Oh, I don't see anything," but then his partner's on the other. <laughs> oh, they're on opposite <laughs> windows, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, I'm eating it up." <laughs> that, that's good because they can give each other like thumbs up <laughs> yeah. through the don't house. Don't worry, yeah. I got it. Yeah. I got to see yeah. something. And it's nice if, if as long as you're on good terms and both of you understand, like, look, maybe some of you are going to get more hey, of a show than the other. You win others. some, you lose yeah. some in the peeping game. Yeah, she might turn around, she might not. But the the main thing we all have to remember is be very quiet. <laughs> that peeping Tom rule number one. Yeah. Um. Anyway, quiet down. Uh, this is not a this is not a book about uh, peeping toms. It's just about like uh, uh, spy techniques and spy tech gear. <laughs> spy tech techniques you could do with spy tech gear. <sighs> uh, no, but but I just got done reading this chapter, a couple of chapters about like uh, disappearing right. when like you know shit just gets too hot and you're like I gotta get out of here. All right, now here's the thing. I think the majority of people will never be in that situation. Right. Where it's like, oh, no, I've killed somebody. Like, maybe accidentally, but I got to get out of here, right? Right. And most people that are in these situations, it's still, like, preferable to, like, uh, you know, go to the authorities before. But maybe you can't. Maybe they're corrupt. Like, if I wanted to get away Mm -hmm. tomorrow, if I was, like, I wanted, like— right. Now, it, would it entail faking your own death? It might if you didn't want your loved ones to, like, have the rest of their lives being spent in pursuit of finding well, you, right? Well, that, that, and that's the biggest, that's, that's the thing that trips up most people. Right. Is if you're serious about disappearing, you got to... Cut your ties. Literally disappear. Yeah. Like, you have to let not tell anything to your loved ones. Let them worry... <laughs> themselves to to an early death about what happened to you uh because otherwise uh people will get to them and they'll find out where you are i think i'd rather fake my death because like Mm -hmm. then it would be like then there's closure there's closure and then it's not like i know that they're waking up every day being like well now to start the search for tim again (laughs) and it's also like and i don't want them to find me it's like stop it you're getting too close and then i always have to be looking over my shoulder yeah like a Jason Bourne type. Yeah. I don't mm. understand. Oh, Mom, stop trying to find me. <laughs> God. Oh, film me again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Close your eyes. Um, I want to talk about, uh, up top, some of the biggest cases that, that we know about. Uh, well, I mean, the first one this is somebody who potentially legitimately got away, D.B. Cooper. Dabney Coleman. Not Dabney Coleman. D.B. Cooper. Dabney Coleman's still on everyone's radar. Yeah. Thankfully, D.B. Cooper is a guy who got on a plane and then held the plane, hij- hijacked the plane and demand landed it, demanded 200 the gentleman's hijacker. Yeah. But yeah. He didn't use violence or anything. Uh, he, he only was used like, the threat of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's not if and if that's a crime, then lock me up. Well, they will one day. God willing. Uh he landed. <laughs> Threatening violence on an airplane is, is a crime. <laughs> oh, I well. guess I'm a criminal. Uh, he landed the plane. He told him, land the plane uh, and give me uh, $200,000 and four parachutes and then take off again. But low and slow, baby, because I'm parachuting out of this MFR. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. Did he say the actual words, mother effer? Uh, probably. He was a criminal. Yeah. Um. But, uh, you know, real dirtbag. Never. But he's wearing a suit and he was clean shaven, right? Yeah. Uh, And they found some of the money like in a river one day. But other than that, nothing's ever been found. Nobody knows what actually happened, if he got away or not. I am 
I could not be more bored <laughs> with the story of D.B. Cooper. Well, I'm glad everybody I told is, it. Then. Everybody's so fascinated by, like, what do you think happened? Who cares? Either he died and got, like, eaten by a bear because it was, like, the Pacific Northwest, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or he, like, got away and he was just, like, some shitty guy living in, like, Mexico or, like, Costa Rica. Great. Well done, D.B. Cooper. So then let me bring up the other uh, famous... I didn't mean to shut you down. I want no, no, no. I, I no actually, fun if you don't no. fight back. <laughs> I oh, actually, now I just feel like a jerk. No, I actually kind of agree. Yeah. Like, I don't have... Like, it's super interesting, but, like, that's where the story stops. Everything beyond that is speculation. And the thing is, it's not super impressive because it's not like... Like, he used an alias when he got on the plane. Right. So, like, if, that if was it was before like... before you needed ID or anything. Yeah, so if it was, like, a guy that, like... Like we know a lot about this guy's life beforehand right. or whatever. Nobody, but there's this a guy all that anyone knows about. Came him. out of the ether and receded back into the. He's probably a ghost, if we're being honest. Yeah, never considered before, but might be the case. Yeah. The other Is one. A movie made of a, about a haunted airplane, like a ghost that haunts an airplane. I think <sighs> that. I'm sure. Right. I think that, that that's fertile ground, if not. Well, I mean, there's, uh, uh, you know, the Twilight Zone with the gremlin on the way. That's not a ghost. You yelled at it's me for a calling a, a poltergeist a ghost. What? And I will again. If yeah, you... but now you're saying a gremlin is a no, ghost? No, but I'm just, I'm saying a gremlin's scarier than a ghost. People, no. nobody's a ever A gremlin been... you can strangle. No. Uh, uh, Tim, uh, to and quote... We're not talking about the movie Gremlin, because right. like, if he's out of there on the wing in the daylight, he would just put it in fried. Yeah, but it was nighttime. Uh, but Tim, uh, to quote you, a ghost has never killed anyone, which I uh, beg to differ, but, uh, a gremlins, gremlins have killed plenty of people. <laughs> this is true. Touche. You got me there, Tom. <laughs> if you, if you walked into a room, say you were all alone, you walked into a room, which would you rather there be in that room? A ghost or a gremlin? Uh, a ghost might just disappear. A gremlin. Cause I've a walked into gremlin. a room and there's been a bat in there. And you know what, what you can do? <laughs> you can close the door and get out of there and That's then go true. to everybody and be but like, there's a bat in there. We got to do something about it. A ghost, who knows? That goes right through the door. Yeah. Like you can, a, a, a gremlin has to adhere to the rules of the physical universe. Yeah, but if somebody closed the door, if you said there's a gremlin in there, close the door, the first thing somebody's going to do is open up the door to see if yeah, but what I'm you're not talking there. about. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I'm already half a mile down the road. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'd be like, seriously, don't open that door. Mm-hmm. Call the authorities. Serious, call the gremlin Or hunters. just burn down the house. Yeah. But if you burn down the house, that's just going to agitate a ghost because they're going to be like, "This was the house I grew up in as a or little girl." Or you're just going to add more ghosts if you know somebody's yeah, trapped in yeah, there exactly. you don't know about. Yeah. yeah, and then you have kind of gremlin ghosts to worry about, the worst kind. Oh, that's true. Um, the other story, uh, historical story. I mean, it's not historical, but that I wanted to talk about of somebody who uh, disappeared, but this person only disappeared for so long was uh, Whitey Bulger. Did he? Did he went off? I didn't watch that movie with uh, yeah, Doofus McDoof. Who? Uh, Johnny Depp. Oh, John yeah. Depp. I forgot that he made a movie about why. Yeah. Why did he make? Oh. I don't know. They put a bunch of uh, yeah prosthetics uh, on. Yeah, he was like, I know how. Like, it's Whitey Bulger beat up women too, right? Yeah. So, so that's like, maybe ah, why he's method. like, oh yeah. yeah. But, I mean, Whitey Bulger was like sixty-five-ish when he like went on the lamb. See, so why? Yeah, that doesn't make yeah. like I get it if it's like, oh, he was 50 like Johnny Depp when he went on the lamb. So what did he do when he went on the lamb? Because like he had a network, right? So this isn't like traditional disappearing, like, you know, get rid of all your things. Like he had a well, network of uh, like underlings that could hide. Him, yeah, because right? he was a, a Boston mob guy. Right. Uh, he's alive. Yes, he's uh, I believe so. He's he's in jail now. Yeah. They got him. But he was uh, a stinker, that guy. He was uh, uh, public stinker number one. But he uh, he was in the like Irish mob in Boston. In Boston, there is in Boston. There's Irish everything. But he uh, was informing about the Italian mob to the uh, Federal Bureau of Investigation. 
The FBI. If you say so. And but then one of these FBI handlers, like his handler, was the one who tipped him off, like, hey, they're gonna come for you. Oh wow, what yeah. a scoundrel. Did that what happened to that guy? I'm not sure. That's a good question. Uh so Whitey uh He's uh, probably like uh assistant uh to the like freaking attorney general or something right <laughs> like hire this man he let whitey bulger get away well i so mean perfect for our freaking uh cabal of ghouls that we've <laughs> right. put together i mean and it's a crazy thing like i get that you're you know an fbi agent you're building Jeff sessions like it's whitey bulger white like his name <laughs> yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah okay you helped him get away cool you're hired yeah uh because it i mean i get You've got to get close to a guy uh, as an FBI agent to, like, get them to, you know, inform for you. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, well, if they're going to get him, like, you don't need to tip him off because, like, he's not going to – if he's going to go on the run, then he's not going to be able to inform you about anything right. anymore. Like he's, Maybe they fell in he's love. Done, <laughs> he's done being useful. Maybe he was like, I love him. <laughs> Well, so this is a crazy thing about the story, and I was trying to find more. I'm sure there is, but I just couldn't find Probably it. Probably in the, the Johnny Depp movie. Probably. When he went... We're like just reciting plot points from a movie that everybody saw and hated. <laughs> and we're like, can you imagine? When can he you believe w- this happened? When he went on the run, he took his common-law wife with him. Hmm. And then dumb move. Oh, we'll get it. We'll we'll get into you. Don't take anyone with you. Yeah. If you're going to get we're running out of time to get into these (laughs) things, by the way. All right. (laughs) So uh, we'll get into it around hour nine. Yeah. yeah. The he he took this uh, his wife with him. And then all they did was they just ran to Florida. And then she was like, I don't want to do this. I want to be with my family. He's like, all right. He left her in a parking lot and then went and met up with like one of his mob guys who had brought his girlfriend down from New York. Uh, they always got more than one, huh? Yeah. How how much would you have to love somebody who like you're a mistress to or mister in your case that uh, you would yeah, be like, nice hey, you know what? Yeah, sure. I'll, I haven't done a single thing wrong, but I'll go on the run with you. Um, I would guess mm-hmm. that it might not have been her choice. No, it was. Like, she she's in jail right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> not 100%. That they kidnapped her and brought her down? Yeah, that, like, you know, you're made an offer you can't refuse, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, like it's oh like, I see. Mob stuff. Yeah, mob stuff. Where it's <laughs> like, he's like, bring me this woman, and his underlings are like, Oh, no, she doesn't want to. But so, uh, no, she wanted to uh, because she like she didn't turn on him during the like she refused to speak during like all this. Like they check uh, to see that uh, she had her tongue. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They probably look in your mouth when they arrest they, you, right? They pinched her, and she went, ow! Oh. And they so were she like, oh, talk. she can yeah, talk, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah standard police pinching. Yeah. Uh, Person with tongue says what? <laughs> huh? <You're> what? <laughs> ah, you do have a tongue. We proved it in a court of law. But Whitey Bulger... I arrest my case. Actually, I mean, I'm sure I don't know a bunch of them about this, because he had to have had, like, a crazy network. Because he... We should see this John Depp movie. <laughs> John Depp. Don't ever... <laughs> That's a... That's have, have you seen the new John Depp picture? <laughs> um, he Johnny is a boy's name. John is a man's name. Well, Johnny is bo- a boy. A boy who is uh, abusive. Yeah. And a drunk. And bad with money. The trifecta. So he, uh, Whitey Boulder, he was on the lam, but he was uh, just like not really on the lam because he had already, and maybe this will be a nice transition. Actually, before to I. the actual topic. Before I transition, I just want to talk about there was a confirmed report by an off duty Boston police officer after a San Diego screening of The Departed, which added, to, which led to a, uh, like a manhunt. 
uh, because some guy was like, yeah, I saw him in uh, The Departed. Uh, I was on vacation, but the the departed came out, so of course I had to see it. How the hell did your Boston accent get this that's bad? A, that's an Nantucket accent now. Cripes. <laughs> but anyway, Wait, yeah, he went back to Boston to see. The no, he that saw movie it in was San Diego. In wide release. He saw, no, oh, he was okay. in San Diego. But uh, what I'm saying was, a Boston cop was on vacation, but uh, was like, "Oh, I gotta see it. I can't wait till I get home." So anyway, uh, that's why I want to get out there. But <laughs> I have a stomachache from that. You're making me sick. But Whitey was uh, uh, traveling around. He was like traveling the world. Yeah. Oh, this this is where the transition was going to be. As we end to Tom's tips for disappearing off the grid, disappearing forever. He had spent years building up a uh, fake identity. So when the time came to run, he had uh, freaking uh, deposit safety deposit boxes around the country mm. with like all the shit he needed, like his Money. identity, m- cash, yeah, yeah. But then like documents and everything, and like he had spent like so his uh, fake identity was uh, Thomas Baxter, mm. and a he- real fake sounding name. Well, I mean, when your real name's Whitey Bulger, but everybody calls you Jimmy for some reason, mm, which is very confusing yeah. <laughs> when I was reading all this. <laughs> I had to keep looking. Who the like, hell is Jimmy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and since you're listening to the book, you had to hit rewind. You can just flip This back wasn't in the book. This oh. was uh, my own research. Wow, Tom. Uh, so he had already set up Thomas Baxter for years and like, joined uh organizations as thomas baxter and stuff yeah things like that you know local uh like lions clubs and knights of columbus as thomas Mm -hmm. baxter so there was already like an established thing when he jumped into that identity yeah i wouldn't start another family but i'd start another life just in case i needed to hop lives for a second well but what i'm saying then tim is now is the time to start that other life yeah don't start it when you're in trouble. Like, you know, Whitey knew that. He was like, no, I'll start it when everything's going great. It's true. I'll make my name Thomas Baxter. <laughs> well, no, Tim, you don't have to copy everything he did because they're going to. Oh, that was his name. I th- I, you know, it was one of those things that <laughs> I thought I heard and then I thought I made up myself. I mean, honestly, though, you know, they're not looking for a Thomas Baxter anymore. All right, Tim. The the part everybody's been waiting for. The part <laughs> you know, this is you Yeah, know, we, we got a recounting of the Johnny Depp movie. And that I didn't even saw. see it. I'm not talking about anyway. People are yeah. You're wearing a John Depp shirt right now, Tom. Stop calling him John as, Depp. As I Willy Wonka. As, uh, as as William Wonka. <laughs> Uh, there, there are people listening to this right now going, get to, cut to the chase. <laughs> the, co- the cops over, are outside. Yeah, they're standing over there. They're, they're dead white. <laughs> listening to us talking about Johnny Depp for a while. <laughs> the blood is seeping through the floorboards. <laughs> the neighbors are going to start asking questions. All right. Tips for disappearing. Like I talked about before, go alone. I like to think of this as you haven't done anything terrible. Right. This is just you. You want to, you're just, you're sick of it all, right? Like you haven't, it's not like we're giving tips to somebody who's fleeing a crime right now, because that would be wrong. If you've committed a crime, turn yourself in. It's for the best. Right. Look, I'm your friend. The other guy here, Tom, (laughs) look, he'll throw the book at you. Just admit what you did to me Mm -hmm. and everything will be fine. We'll work things out. But you don't want to get my partner here, Tom, all upset. Because God knows how he'll get out uh, the, 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 the phone book and punch you through it or something. Yeah, so it doesn't bruise. Yeah. Uh, I would love... I don't think they even check for bruises anymore. <laughs> I think Who's going like, to check? <laughs> no, like they used to be like, hey, was this person uh, you know, abused in custody? And they're like, uh. yeah, of course. <laughs> of course they were. <laughs> yeah, of course. How do you think we got the confession out of them? All right, so go alone. Don't go with anyone, and don't tell anyone, for goodness sake. Yeah. If you're going to do this, this is, like, here's why I could never uh, go off the grid, Tom, or or mm-hmm. disappear. 
you have to do things like methodically. Oh, like you yeah. can't disappear tomorrow. Right. You can if you've set everything up. Yeah, oh, exactly. And that's ideal. But like if you're listening to this being like, oh, disappearing, that sounds good. Maybe I'll disappear tomorrow morning at 6.30 a.m. Uh-huh. No, you're going to need at least a couple of weeks to set things up. Oh, yeah. Years if you're smart, if you really don't want to be found. Also, doing this episode, I did worry about like if I go missing, people are going to be like, oh, he talked about all this stuff, and then nobody's going to try and find me. Well, that's If I go missing, try and find me. Somebody took me, for God's sake. Well, that's the other thing. If if you are doing like Google searches mm-hmm. like I did today of like how to disappear <laughs> yeah. completely or if you've downloaded this podcast onto your phone, probably wait a while hey, before you, you disappear. Even if you downloaded that uh, Radiohead song. Yeah. Yeah, burn your number <laughs> 1, burn your copy of Kid A. <laughs> yeah. And any bootlegs from that era. Which there were a lot. There were a lot. Heavy bootleg era. And they've been playing that song since like the OK Computer sessions. If you've got old versions of it, get rid of them. If you have a concert ticket from the OK Computer tour, uh, which was long, Mm -hmm. uh, that might even have been a Ben's era. That might have been kicking around. Look, anything from 94 to 2003 Radiohead. You know what? I would say to be safe, even if you went to any Amnesiac shows. Oh, yeah. You know, because they were still sometimes playing that song. Well, a lot of people were saying that Amnesiac was a sister album to Kid A. Like, it came mostly from the same sessions. So, like, yeah, anybody could. be safe. Yeah, just burn it all. So that's rule number two. Yeah. (laughs) Burn any Radiohead stuff, yeah. Anybody will tell you that. Any CIA agent will tell you that's. A lot of them would say that's number one. Uh, I already said prepare ahead of time. Oh, so here's a here's one that I've I actually realized I've been doing this anyway. Is kissing your cousin? <laughs> I is told it? you that in confidence. So, sorry, Tom. Uh, <laughs> call. I mean, I haven't been doing this, which is changing things. But I do this when I sign up for things. Call up places and change details. So wait, what do you mean and how have you been doing this? So like call your credit card company and your bank and stuff and be like, uh, my phone number changed. It's not five, 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 five. It's five, 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 six. But what if they need to contact you? They won't need to when you disappear. Mm. Uh, I would pay all my bills before I disappeared. The, I read uh, a, 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 an accounting of somebody who's currently on the lam that wrote like an article about how to disappear, and he literally filed his taxes because he was like, "Yeah, you don't want I think bounty this might be how they get me." Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's a, one of the biggest things is like make it so there's not really that big of a reward to find you. Like, make it so nobody really gives a shit. Yeah. Because a lot of it, at least in America, boils down to, like, if only the state's looking for you, they've only got so many resources. And only so much interest. Yeah. Like, there's but only if, so much they can get out of you. Yeah. But if the federal government's looking for you, well, now nah, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. And then if Interpol's looking for you. With their uh, seminal album, uh, Turn (laughs) on the Bright Lights. Yeah. Is that what it was? That was their seminal album, yeah. Um, Withdraw all your money, but do it slowly. Yeah, don't do it all at once. Don't do it all at once. Well, and that's the biggest thing. Cash is king. Yeah. No credit card. And even, like, uh, I I was reading somewhere about how... uh, <clears throat> like uh, prepaid credit cards, it's changed. Like you can't really buy prepaid credit cards without there being a trail anymore, which makes sense because I'm sure that's what every criminal was. Yeah. Doing. Um, what I would do, and I haven't seen this on any of the the websites, but I think to be extra, if let's say you're like in three years, I want to like uh, disappear, disappear, mm-hmm. and you have like a good amount of money because you should probably save your money for a yeah. while. The biggest thing is. I mean, the reason why Whitey Bulger was able to hide for 16 years is when they found him, he had $800,000 in cash. Yeah. But he was also a mobster. I'm not a mobster, Tom. Well, that's what you There's no such thing as the mafia. Uh, Say it. You you need money because a lot of people get caught because if you're on the lam, 
you know, you can't be like, oh, well, I'll uh, uh, assume a fake identity and then become a corporate executive. <laughs> like, no, you have to work off the books. Right. If it, and even if you have like a great fake ID and everything, like you're taking a huge risk. Yeah. Don't think you're going to start a new like legit life. Anymore. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's the number one mistake. Well, and that's, that's why... That's how I got caught the last three times <laughs> I was trying to well, go that, on the land. And that's how Whitey Bulger uh, was so successful, because Well, he, he wasn't, was... ultimately. He went and saw a movie, and apparently some cop with a bad accent <laughs> caught him. No, that wasn't even how he got caught. Uh, that's what I'm saying. He did so many insane things that nobody caught him. Yeah. They're... They went on a tour at Alcatraz and took pictures of him, like, pretending to be <laughs> high behind bars. That's right. You can't resist if you're Whitey Bulger. <laughs> but the, but I think one of the biggest reasons was that when he did this, he was, like, 65. So it was like, oh, this couple's retired. Yeah. It makes sense that they don't work, and that, but they still have money. Yeah, it's fine. So save your money for a couple of years. Yeah. But then what I would do... Start being real weird with it. Like, take out like a third of it and put it in like some random like, uh, like, like switch all the time. Like, uh, yeah. put like part of your money in Bank of America, but then some of it in like credit unions, mm-hmm. and like always be like switching and closing accounts for like years. Well, yeah, that that's that way bit... they'd be like, I don't know where the fucking look for this guy's mm-hmm. assets. One of the biggest things with, well, you should keep your assets in cash if you can. No, no, no. But like, yeah. so when you finally do, right, like, right, right. Cause like, oh yeah, like five years ago, he put like $8,000 into a chase bank, mm-hmm. but then six months later withdrew 6,000 and put it in a bank of America then came back and took fifteen hundred yeah. and put it in this credit union, but then put like fifteen hundred more back in from like just keep everybody confused. So this one guy I read about, one of the things he did was start doing that anyway. He established like ten different identities where it was his identity, but just with like different middle names and different birth dates, like but still around the same time, so he could pass for that yeah. age. You think uh, I could pass for twenty? No. You haven't seen me without a beard. I got a baby face, Tom. Tim, no, I don't. You're 35. You can't pass for 20. Have you se- When's the last time you saw me when I unbearded? Uh, probably that time that I said you looked like you were sick. I was worried about you. Yeah, that's another thing. Pretend that you're sick <laughs> or get sick. Yeah, just get sick. No, actually, a huge thing is gain or lose a tremendous amount of weight. Mm-hmm. Because think about how many times you've seen... I'd have to gain since I'm so svelte. (laughs) Think about how many times you've, like, run into somebody that you knew five, ten years ago, but they've gained or lost a tremendous amount of weight, and they're like, hey, it's me. Like, they come right up to you, and you're like, huh? Huh? Oh, my God. Yeah. Holy shit. Wait, you're you? Or when you see the pictures of uh, dead Elvis on the toilet, and you're like, that's Elvis? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Well, he rarely performed on a toilet, so that's why you don't... There are yeah. no pictures of him on the toilet, are there? I don't know. No, no. His, his like, uh, second cousin took a picture of him in the coffin and, and sold right. that to well, the tabloids. Uh, well, a coffin's not a toilet, Tim, as I've told you a thousand times. Uh, many people have told me that. <laughs> <laughs> so many people, in fact, that I'm thinking of uh, going off the grid for a while. <laughs> um but just just establish dead ends for people. This one guy that I was reading about who had set up all these like aliases that were like very close to the truth, but just uh, uh, you know fuck with everyone. He also he had the U.S. Marshals after him for a cyber crime that was completely fabricated, just because he wanted to create like a completely different dead end for people to go chase down. The biggest thing is you've got to realize. That the people looking for you, whether it's the law or the mob or whoever, have finite resources. Uh, and the more you can keep them, you know, chasing their own tail, running after stuff, the better. Cut your ties with your loved ones. I already said that. No, but like in like a no, in earlier heartbreaking, episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing to do with this. In a heartbreaking way. In a way that like makes your oldest and dearest friends really bummed out that like, look. <laughs> no, this one 
So the the one thing that I keep referring to is there's a crack.com article that somebody wrote while on the lamb. Well, that seems all <laughs> dubious, yeah. You seem you seem hung up on people like on the lamb who have done something horrible. And I don't want to help those people this, out, Tom. This guy claimed he did not that he was falsely accused. They didn't kill his wife. So one-armed man. But he was on the run. I don't care. Tom but literally, this guy uh, left a suicide note and ran. Nice. Didn't tell anyone. Later felt like a little bit bad, so like somehow contacted his wife. Don't to feel tell bad. Her. Never, oh, ever yeah. feel bad. Somehow contacted his wife, told her, like, I'm all right, but then like dropped back off the grid. And he was like, a year later, uh, I, I tried to contact her again, and, like, uh, her phone was turned off and stuff, and I Googled, and apparently she had, like, filed for a divorce. And it was like, yeah, well, what do you expect? You tell your wife, yeah. <laughs> you like, what a jerk. <laughs> I've what killed. a B-word. No, the biggest thing is that, obviously, this guy was guilty of the crime he was accused yeah. of that he was running from. Um, buy new clothes. Oh, uh, all right. Buy new clothes. And change your style. So, Tim, you'd have to, like, uh, give up the steampunk thing and become just like a... What about my top hats with the clocks in them, though? I know you've spent a lot of money on that, but you're going to have to give what them up. What about my really long coats with the with the uh, golden buttons? You're going to have to start wearing short coats with black buttons. Mm. You want to blend in. That's true. But you have to change your style. I've been pretty normcore for the last few, yeah. but like, so here's the deal: if mm-hmm. I was gonna go on the lamb, maybe, I'd have to maybe get like you'd have to become steampunk. Yeah, I'd have to get more flamboyant in a way. Like, I feel like uh, that's that's uh, that's counterintuitive, but just the kind of counterintuitive that I like. A big thing, a thing that gives people. I wear away. exclusively blue and gray clothes, <laughs> oh, so we'll me have too. to wear like bright colors. Yeah. You're going to have to be like, I'm yellow. I'm, uh, I'm a yellow man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you would have to uh, change your shoes. That's a big thing. Change your shoes. Change your shoes, man. This is... if Now, this is the shit that I'm, I'm, I'm here for, man. Getting into... Not to get into other parts of this book, but if you think you're being followed, check out the shoes of the person following you. Everything else is very easy to change. Shoes are not easy to change. Mm. That's how you track somebody. Tom, I can never give up my bean boots. <laughs> uh, book flights and trips to places you don't go. Yes. But they'll know that you don't get on the plane. That's the thing that I'm... Hand a ticket to somebody else. But they well, can't... not a plane. But do that with buses and trains oh, and stuff. yeah, okay. And just be like, hey, buddy, you want to try your yeah, chances in Philadelphia? Yeah, just find a homeless man, yeah. Or, like, take a flight to Philadelphia, but then, you know, drive to New York City. Something like that. Right. But, like... Carjack? Like, do a carjacking? Don't do a carjacking. Okay. No, don't do a carjacking. one of the biggest tips is don't ever drive again. Really? Which is what makes it very tough. Because all it takes is being pulled over one time. Yeah. And well, you, what you with could be Uber toast. and everything these days. But exactly. that's all tied to a goddamn credit card. Yeah. I got gotcha you everywhere you go. Get. Let's start an Uber for uh, scumbags <laughs> and people on the lamb. I think you... that's regular Uber. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's employee only Uber. Yeah, I guess you could just take taxis. Yeah. Yeah. What about phones? What about smartphones? So, well, like, no you have to get rid of your obviously current mm-hmm. cell phone. Here's but. how. Here's actually a way that you could keep in touch with somebody you love, but it's a lot of work, and you shouldn't do it. That's rule freaking number one. But like, let's break the rules. We got two minutes left. Go to three different stores and buy prepaid cell phones in cash, like okay. years in advance. Uh, I mean, as As far far in advance advance as you can, yeah. Yeah. But by, you know, the cheapest, shittiest phone, Mm -hmm. what you're going to do is give uh, your loved one phone one, and you're going to say, you can't make any outgoing calls on this. When I contact you, I'm going to call you. Uh, Now, you, you take phone number two, and you program that to forward calls to phone number one. 
and then you take phone number three and you smash phone number two. You don't have to have phone number three in your hand while you smash phone number two, but it's not a bad idea. I lost track of this whole... I lost the and, thread on this. And there you and go. There you go. That's how... You know what, Tim? You could be John FBI right now saying the same thing. I lost the thread. Basically, you're going Is gonna... that the current director of the FBI? John FBI. John FBI? <laughs> Uh, He's born into it. Basically, I mean, you're already pretty safe with two cash-bought prepaid phones. But if you're only calling the one through another one, you, and then that one doesn't even exist anymore, yeah. then you're just adding enough complexity. And But even when you do that, uh, according to this book, you should still change those out once a month. Yeah, I feel like if you're, if you're on the lam mm-hmm. or if you're, you're disappearing— you should be smashing electronics almost on a daily basis. Even if you don't own them. Yeah. Carjack oh. people. No. <laughs> what did you say? Don't carjack Don't pe- carjack don't people. Don't carjack people. Don't even drive a car. Yeah. Let yeah. alone steal a car that okay. doesn't belong to you. Right. Okay. <laughs> Let alone steal a car that doesn't belong to you from a person who's currently driving the car. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, That's just good life advice in general, I think. It's true. And... Uh, uh, wear a hat indoors. No, that raises a red flag. No, no, no. Can I still wear my trademark Sully cap, Tom? <laughs> Tim, you'd have to give up the Sully cap. Well, I'm not doing it. You'd have to start wearing, uh, I don't know, a different cap. And <laughs> You bought me a, a cap based on the movie uh, Sully. <laughs> it wasn't based on <laughs> It was a promotional cap for the movie Sully. Yeah, and I make a point to wear that literally every time I get on an airplane. (laughs) What do you you think? think You impress the pilot. What do you think people think of me? I just think it's funny to go through like. uh, They think this guy's not even going anywhere. He just likes planes a lot. (laughs) Yeah, what do you think? Like my seatmate thinks. I don't know. Well, and sometimes the the like pilot is is there when you're coming in. Yeah, I always. I got to <laughs> a tip of the Sully cap to yeah. you, sir. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm hoping one of these days could be Sully himself flying the plane. No, he's retired. Yeah, now, but Tim. sometimes he's like, I just need one more flight. But that's <laughs> what I'd be worried flight. about. Oh yeah, you're a little out of practice. No, you know what? Here's the thing about Sully. You know, he knows when uh, he knows when to fold him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nobody's got better instincts than Chesley Sully Sullenberger. Absolutely. Look, yeah. look through history. Nobody's had better instincts than that man. Yeah. I mean, I guess some people said he could have landed the plane back on the runway, but, <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, but like he got to Nobody, retire. He, <laughs> like, got, he, he got, did the smartest thing. He saved all those lives, and. He got like a movie out of it. Yeah, and he got to ruin a plane, which I would love I'd to do. I'd love to ruin a plane. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you like the show. Uh... You, you can check out TCGT.com to find out more. You can uh, follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Complete Guide. Follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. You can follow me on those things at your pal Tim. If you want to support the show, you can support our sponsors. You can also check out TCGT.com slash Amazon for your Amazon shopping where we get a little piece of the action, as it were. Fuck yeah. And TCGT.com slash pledge where you can check out our Patreon where you get a bunch of fun bonuses like weekly episodes of Fast Food Friday Which that we are, we are catch up on. on, but we'll catch up on. You are going to get a data dump of You're gonna Fast get Food Fridays. Oh. That, yeah, that's going to be like, this is too much. This, you guys should actually stop oh, doing I'm this. I'm puking. Yeah, but I promise that's coming and... Uh, it will, it will, it will line up. And when you do sign up for that, like you get access to yeah, all the Yeah, you get the old stuff, ones. TCGT.com slash tour. We're doing shows in London in September. The London Podcast Festival. And we are exploring other European We have started locations. an exploratory committee. We're starting a listening tour of <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> That'd be amazing if we were like, we're doing a listening show. <laughs> we're you, not going to talk, but yeah, you, you tell us, tell what us you think, what's on your mind. And we'll ignore it. Yeah. Um, Tom, mm-hmm. would you, uh, do you ever see, like, I know for me, mm-hmm. there's a 0% chance, 0.000. Like, there's absolutely no chance I will ever disappear. Because, like, I just don't have the patience for it. You are, like, I, I, I'm not that methodical. I can't build something. Like, mm-hmm. I always think 
things are going to be easier than they're going to be and that like i could take shortcuts in life right and like so like no it's not for me like i i'd be too stressed out all the time yeah. you and you're too blessed to be stressed i'm too goddamn blessed to be stressed um you i feel like you have legitimately <laughs> like been building towards <laughs> like this and is I, my ultimate plan yeah and i think like you will leave enough clues mm -hmm. that like we'll go back and be like, oh, Tom did say goodbye in a very roundabout <laughs> way, in a, in a coded way. Yeah. Um, but like, and like, and I think you're smart doing this. I think you started this podcast knowing that you'd eventually go off the grid and then just be like, go on the run and disappear. You could be like, well, at least my loved ones will have hours upon hours right, of me, which is just and they'll get good, fucking sick better. of me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I will say this, which I even feel like, uh, like I shouldn't say it because, uh, uh because there will be a record, but, uh, I'm not going to jail for anything ever. <laughs> if there is a chance that I'm going to jail, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm flying the coop. I mean, I shouldn't go to jail. I, I've done nothing wrong <laughs> in the episode. There. No, but, uh. But like, <laughs> oh, and there was also speculation, Tom, that this would be the perfect episode to do. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I said that this, that ideally this would be the last episode of the complete cut everything with no further contact. From yeah, like we us. wouldn't mention that it was the last <laughs> no. episode, and, and it would just be how to disappear completely. Yeah, and, and then, then it'd be like these tw this Twitter account's been deleted. Yep. Not even deleted. It would just be never tweet again. Right. And that's not what's happening? or is No, it's happening? not what's happening. It might be what's happening. But, like, honestly, like, if I were in a legal situation where, like, I'm a very good boy, as, as the record will show. I do not commit crimes. But, like, say I was in a Richard Kimball situation where, like, I realized, like, oh, I didn't do this. But, like, oh, God, this really looks like I did it. I'm going to get railroaded. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I would uh, hire F. Lee Bailey and the rest of the Dream Team. <laughs> They'd get me out of it. They'd pull some tricks. Just uh, pretend the glove doesn't fit your hand. That's true. Well, if you have that luxury. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm not going to jail. I'll tell you that much. So I'll figure something out. We'll see you next week. <laughs>